I'm gonna argue, you can only retain so much information at once. And I think if we're not careful, we check the box of consuming it and we go, we did it, we did that thing, like we're, we're, we're getting better, we're personally developing. Are you actually improving? You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. Today's episode is starting off with a very intriguing title. I hope that you were intrigued when you saw it and you were like, what? That was fully intentional. Today, I'm going to be talking about consuming and I'm going to be talking about over consuming and how consumption can be for our benefit up until a point where it becomes destructive. And if we're not careful, we can become what I like to call a consumption glutton. It's what I have, it's a term that I've invented for certain types of people that consume so much to the point where they become ineffective. And it actually, their con- their consumption of material, of knowledge and whatnot actually stunts their growth to a point where they see no results. And this is something that I see all the time. And I've seen over the years with, with coaching people and I've never, and I never will, you know, point the finger at someone and be like, you're a consumption glutton. <laughs> I'm never going to say that. But this is an ideology and a term that I have coined for a certain type of person where they rely so heavily on the results being something outside of themselves. And it's fascinating to watch because let's be honest. At any juncture of becoming a professional or working on building a business, there's going to be a learning curve. And there's going to be a learning curve in every season. I think a huge misconception is that, you know, we think that maybe we only need to consume or to learn or to take in information at a very beginning stage. Maybe we're learning a new skill. Maybe we're, you know, showing up for the first time in a certain way. And maybe when we think that we're going to reach a certain point in what we're doing, that there won't be more things to learn. No, I definitely think that part of being a business owner and part of being an entrepreneur is being someone who is a lifelong learner. There is nothing wrong And I mean nothing wrong with being someone who is seeking knowledge. I totally believe that some of the, you know, smartest and brightest people are people that bring on this concept of I'm a lifelong learner. And no matter where you are in your profession, you're going to have seasons of learning new skills, whether you're brand new, whether you've been in three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, you're going to be learning something new. You know, that's, that's our hope, right? What I'm talking about today is when consumption becomes detrimental to our growth and we are not actually growing because we're too busy taking in. There is a point in taking in knowledge and consuming information where you, where you will reach a limit 
where you cannot physically uh, move and create. And my hope today is by talking about this, I can help you move towards creation. That's my goal. I want to help people create more and consume less because here's what I know about creating. Creating is truly when we feel the most empowered, the most inspired. We feel the best about ourselves because we're actually producing. Production is always going to trump consumption every single time. I want someone to actually challenge me on that. I'm, I'm available. Come, come on. For real. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm here for it. You're going to feel so much better about yourself when you're producing versus when you're consuming. There is nothing wrong with taking, consuming information for growth. I'll give you an example. Right now, you're spending some time with me today and you're listening to this podcast, you're consuming this information. And the goal is to hopefully grow by the end of the podcast so that you can go and change results and pivot certain things. There's nothing wrong with picking up a book or learning a, a new skill or trying to take in knowledge around you know, something that you're venturing or, or looking to others who have gone before you for experience and insight and wisdom. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem that I see so often is when people rely on that to produce results in what they're doing. These are tools and assets and things that we can draw inspiration from. These are things that we can gain knowledge and wisdom from. But when we consume so much because and we think that when we consume that, somehow we're getting better because we consumed it, that's what I'm talking about. I had some people like challenge me in the past because I've always considered myself a little different when it comes to like the entrepreneurial space. I really don't take in tons and tons and tons of opinions and tons and tons and tons of perspectives because what I've found is when I do that, I can lose my own voice and I have a really hard time creating my own work. And so for me, I pick like three people that I respect, three, three to five people that I watch, that I follow, that I pay attention and I, I, I glean from those people. I glean from what they're offering. I see things that they're doing and, and I take it on as, as, oh, that's, that's intriguing. I should maybe, you know, think about that or, okay, I really liked what they said there. That really helped me. But, but it's not a large amount of people that I'm taking influence from because if I'm not careful, too many voices, too much stimulation, too many different opinions, so much different perspectives from so many different people over and over and over again, you know, it's one thing to go listen to one podcast. It's another thing to go listen to like seven in one day, <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Or like watching so many people, maybe in your field or in your industry's con like content to see what they're creating. I'm going to argue hard that you can only retain so much information at once. And I think if we're not careful, we, we, we check the box of consuming it and we go, we did it. We did that thing. Like we're, we're, we're getting better. We're personally developing. Are you getting better? Are you actually improving? Or are you just checking the box that you did it? Thinking that that's the work that you have to do to do the work. That's the question that I have for you today. And that's how I'm trying to help you decide if you are what I have coined a consumption glutton, which is someone who has 
consumed so much information, taken on so many things, brought in so many perspectives that now they're like a tick. I envision a tick swollen with blood, having sucked the life force out of so much information. And they're so swollen that their legs are like little sticks. And now they can't even walk. They can't even move. They're just sitting there filled with all this information doing nothing. And they think that that's going to help them create results in their business. It's not. It's not going to do it. The only way that we can actually create results in our business is to actually go out there and freaking create them. And so much of that is not what comes from gleaning the positive emotions that we can feel listening to an inspiring, motivating podcast. So much of that actual work isn't going to feel good. It could actually feel really hard. And I think a lot of times what I've observed is when people are seeking out consuming so much, something about it's bringing them comfort, whether it's this idea of inspiration or it's actually just kind of the comfort in feeling like they're doing the, the work, but they're, they're actually not. And my friend, if you find yourself being someone like this, I want to offer something to you. So much noise, so many voices, it's going to be really hard to hear your own thoughts. It's going to be really hard for you to figure out what you actually want to create in this world because you're just going to be looking around, seeing what everybody else has created, and you're going to think that that's what you need to do in order to get somewhere. Sometimes we have to really sit with, our, with stillness. You know, I've been a creative for many years. And I've created many things, multiple brands. You know, I've developed different, I've helped other people develop their brands. I've helped people find their voices, their niches. I've I've really spent time with this. And if you're in any type of creative process, you're going to have to be okay with there being moments of stillness, moments where you're not taking in so many perspectives so that you can truly develop and harness your own. I think the minute that we actually can sit in that tension and really feel the feeling of, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do that. And then all the fears kick in. So what we do is instead of actually sitting in that tension of, I don't know what to say, we'll run to someone that knows what to say, or we'll run to the person that has seemingly has the answer the answer that we're looking for. I want to strongly, strongly, strongly speak boldly in letting you know that if you want to create any type of momentum in your business, it's going to have to come from within every time. The outside energies around us and things that people say, it can only carry you so far for so long. You'll hit that wall over and over and over again. You will. You can go listen to 1,500 podcasts in the next month. You're going to hit that wall eventually because it's not you and it's not your voice and it's not your ideas and it's not your vision of what you're wanting to bring to life. It's somebody else's. You can adopt perspectives and you can adopt, you know, what people are saying and take it on as your own. I mean, I have a business coach. I listen to her. (laughs) I listen to what she says and I feel very challenged by it, but I'm not taking what she does and fully embracing the whole process, I'm taking parts of what I'm gleaning from. And then I turn around and I put my own unique spin on what I am connecting to. I'm not trying to go be my business mentor. I'm trying to take what I resonate with her and then apply it to what resonates with me. 
But the only way that we can do that is if we have a good boundary to recognize how much are we actually taking in and how much are we actually putting out? And is what we're putting out even good? Or is it just some carbon copy of something else? I want to present two different types of people that I've coached and mentored. There's two different types of people. There's one type of person who is going to ask a question about every damn thing. Every damn thing. They're going to have a question over and over and over and over. Hey, can I get a question here? Hey, can I get the, hey, I have the, hey, 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 is there a resource for the, hey, is this what when I see people that are constantly looking for answers before they take action, or they're constantly looking for all the information before they can hit go, they've already failed before they've begun. And it's a hard pill to swallow because I want to help people succeed. But when, when the answers are always outside of us, we're only going to get so far in our progress. And that second type of person is the person that doesn't have the answers. They don't really know what they're doing, but they're okay to be in that space and they're okay to figure it out as they go. I've said this so many times and I'm going to say it again. I think if we're asking the questions, tell me what to do and how to do it, we're asking the wrong questions. And so many people that are consuming constantly are always asking the wrong questions. They're asking, tell me what to do and tell me how to do it. I'm going to argue that that's really not the spirit of an entrepreneur. The entrepreneur is asking different questions. They're asking, who is this for and why does it matter? Who is this for and why does it matter? That, I feel, isn't so black and white. I feel like there's some breathing room there. I feel like tell me what to do it and tell me how to do it feels so black and white. It feels so straight line. It feels like there's no breathing room. It feels like there could be a hundred solutions on like a, on like a pegboard and you could just try to plug and play a hundred different pigs into, into like a square to see if it lights up, you know, and, and, and a hundred different routes that you could, you know, move these pegs to just try to find the, the right ideal, you know, matchup for things to click. And, and it could feel like you were spending all your time, all your energy, just trying to find the perfect road, the perfect solution, the perfect matchup to, to get things to start moving. And then the other person over there that's asking why and how, why does this matter? Who is this for? They're just moving without having to sit there and spend so much of their precious God-given energy before they've even gotten started. They're already making waves. They're already making movements because they're asking different questions and they're consuming so much less and they're out there creating. They're creating results without having all the answers. And the ones over here are looking for answers, answers, answers. They want the answers and they're not creating results. There must be something to this. I really, really, really feel in my heart that if we're always looking for some guru, some person to lift us up, make us feel better, give us that kick. Dude, even if it's you right now look, looking to me to give you that like push for the day, you're going to come up short because it can only carry you for so long. I think we all need encouragement. Of course, we all need to be encouraged time after time. My God, I definitely have those days where I'm like, I just, you know, I just need someone to tell me I'm not fucking this whole thing up, you know, and that's typically my husband. <laughs> that's like one person in my life that 
kind of, you know, I can have that relationship with. I'm not going out into the world looking for all these extra sources to affirm that I'm on the right path. I used to be like that. I used to be a person, what to do, how to do it. Tell me what to do. Tell me how to do it. Tell me what to do, how to do it. And you know what? I didn't grow. I actually went backwards. I went backwards for a really long time. But when I just kind of blindly trusted myself and just kind of created space for me to be able to actually find my own voice, hear my own thoughts without consuming so many things about how all these other people have made things happen. That's great for them. We have lessons to learn from them. We can take insights from them, but they're not you and you're not them. You're you. (laughs) And you've got your own path to forge. And that's what I'm talking about today. I don't think you're going to forge that path consuming, being consumption glutton. Because you're going to be constantly trying to find an answer without getting much done. If you're hitting a wall and you feel like you've listened to all the information, you've, 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 you've done all the personal development, you've taken on every, you know, you've been on those calls, you've been listening, you've been, you know, reading the books, you've been putting in the work, you've been doing the dances, whatever the heck it is, morning routines and all these checklist things. And you're not growing. You don't see the actual growth in the business that you're trying to create. Then you're proving my point. There comes a moment where we have to just stop with consuming so much information and taking in so many perspectives and so many voices on what we should do and how we should do it. We put a stake in the ground and we say, I'll figure this out, man. I am capable. I have enough information right now. There's enough, I have enough to begin. I have enough knowledge to just step ahead. I don't need to go and take in any more. I need to actually just go and freaking produce. And I need to produce with my own unique fingerprint on it and my own voice. And I need to cultivate that. I need to cultivate something, not consume something. Those are very different things. Cultivating is doing that inner work inside of us that only we can do. That, that no one else can give us. Truly, truly, I go to these calls. I have my business coach. She coaches me. I get feedback. But I have to cultivate the work. She, me just listening to her tell me what to do and her coach me up isn't me getting it done. Does that make sense? I still have to cultivate it inside of myself. Only I can do that. And only you can do it for you. I just wanted to give whoever might be listening to this today some permission that if they've been on the path of just consuming so much, thinking that that's going to get them the answer, it ain't. The answer is going to be producing work that is true to yourself. And you've got to be able to create some space for that, some reflection for that. So if you're asking me how, 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 I want to offer, pick one or two people to follow. And these people that you're following closely, these are people that may have the success that you want. They may be somebody that has created something that you want to create. Watch what they do from a place of inspiration and not from comparison. I'm telling you right now, the people that I respect the most, that I pay the most attention to, they have attributes and they have successes that I wish that I had or that I hope to have someday and that I'm willing to work towards, but I don't want to be them. I want to be me. And I don't feel that I have to be them. I feel that I get to be myself and learn from them. And that my path's going to look different from theirs. And that's okay. 
and I'll glean the knowledge and the wisdom of what they're saying to me. But I'm also not taking on every single word as like, this is my truth that I have to now go be all of this in order to succeed. And the person that you should be seeking out for inspiration, you're getting ideas from them, you're learning insights, but you're not feeling inferior to them. And you're not feeling uninspired by them because you're because they're so much farther ahead than you. That's how you know you're following a good person is when you when you feel inspired, you can feel compelled, you feel challenged, but you don't feel like inferior and you don't feel like someone, some elevated platform that you can't be a part of and that you can't stay true to yourself. You have to change yourself. You know, that's how you know you're following somebody aspirational. And then the next thing I would say is, you know, really take a, take an inventory of where your time's going during the day. Are you just legitimately just watching what people are making all the time and consuming so many reels that you can't even create your own? Like maybe mute some things. When I go on there, when I'm in a really creative space, which I am right now, I have to really protect that because if I'm not careful I can get caught up in the consuming of what other things are other things are happening or what other reels are trending or what this person's saying, what that person's doing. And suddenly I'm going to lose my creativity so fast. It's not even funny. When I feel creative, I have to really protect that. I have to protect what I'm watching. I have to protect the environment that I'm in. I saw a quote that, man, I saw this quote last night. I'm pulling it up right now on my Instagram. So I'm like literally pulling it up on my phone and I saw it and, and man, I, this was just so good. And, and I want to read it to you guys now. It's about creating art and just, you know, even the work that you do and, you know, it's always, it's all art. I love this. You are not only creating the art itself. You are also creating the optimal conditions, environments, and spaces that allow for art creation to flourish and for you to flourish as well. Do not forget. So not only are you building a business, not only are you, you know, creating a brand or whatever it is that you're working for, but you're also responsible for creating the environment and the space and the conditions, creating optimal conditions for you to be able to flourish and produce that work. And I'm just I just know hands down that even if you are someone who just loves to learn and loves to read and loves to t listen to podcasts and loves to like be inspired by all those calls and like loves to just take in information, I'm going to, I know, I know that there's a part of you that when all of that's quiet, you're uncomfortable with yourself and there's doubt whether we want to acknowledge it or not. There's a doubt in you and if you can do it. Everybody can get hype. Everybody can get hype about anything. But when the hype wears off and there's not all that extra stimulation and that whatever it might be to that you've consumed to help you, that's this is what I'm talking about. Can you cultivate inspiration and stillness? Or do you need those external things in order to generate? You know, like I love listening to music, but I'm going to argue, you know, a lot of my creativity today did not come from any of that. A lot of it is because I've given myself space, time, and silence in order to be able to be in a creative place. 
And I'm not going and watching a thousand things of what all these people are saying in order to figure out what I want to say today. My goal in all of this, to help you consume less and to create more. Because I know for a fact that consumption gluttons, at the end of the day, you're going backwards. I want to help you go forwards. And the only way that we're going to be able to go forward is to stop taking in so much and to start pushing ideas, thoughts, creativity out of us. I don't want you to have a counterfeit experience with what creating looks like. I want you to have the truest form of experiencing what it feels like to be a creator. A creator of your business, a creator of the art that you want to put out in the world, creator of a podcast, creator of, you know, whatever you're trying to make happen. I don't want you to have a counterfeit experience. I did counterfeit for a minute. And it can feel like you have to, you know, recreate something that's not you. I want to help you find yourself. Because when you can do that, well, you'll definitely, you definitely won't be sitting still. Let me tell you that. You'll be moving in the right direction, but the results will follow. Do not confuse movement with success. Do not confuse activity with success. You can be whirling around, flipping your hands in the air, reading all the books, checking all the boxes, and and you're sitting real still. And you're not having the results that you want to have back it up. I want to help you be able to move in a direction where you actually can see momentum, feel momentum. The results are there to back you up. This is all part of it. Consume less, create more, and create from you and the power that's inside of you. Hold tight,